Will Tom Brady and Sean Payton join the New Orleans Saints next season? It sounds crazy. It might be crazy, but enough people are talking about it. I think we should too right here on the Straight Up Saints podcast. You're listening to the Straight Up Saints podcast. What is up, everyone? Welcome back inside another edition of the Straight Up Saints podcast. And as always, this podcast is sponsored by Birdsall Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Boo Crew Media. They're located at 918 Poiges Street by the Superdome. You can give them a call at 504-523-5413. If you or someone you know has been involved in an accident, make sure you mention Boo Crew Media when you contact them. Birdsall Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Boo Crew Media. So... When you think about next season, a lot of talk about if Dennis Allen will be back, if he gets fired, whatever it may be, that, that's kind of been the major topic among kind of the Saints community over the last couple of weeks, maybe the last month. And then it comes out today, and this isn't the first time, and this is why it's a little bit interesting, that Tom Brady and Sean Payton could, this is just a could, a maybe, whatever you want to talk about, hypothetical, could team up next season in New Orleans. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to happen. I'll get into whether or not people should want it to happen in a minute. But Mike Florio is not the first person to bring this up in terms of them getting together. In fact, people were talking about this in November. And you can date back to last offseason when Sean Payton and Tom Brady were rumored to go to the Dolphins. And, and to the Dolphins ended up paying the price, getting fined and losing a draft pick out of all the tampering going on. But this has been on, you know, out there before. Florio's throwing it out there again. And I think a lot of people are quick to react and say, well, is it legitimate? If it comes out enough times, it's coming from somewhere. And it doesn't mean it's going to happen. But someone's putting it out there. They want that information out there. And I think for Saints fans, we got to remember how this whole Sean Payton thing started in the first place, right? Mike Florio said he could step away. Ian Rappaport said he could step away. We all didn't want to believe it. Then Jay Glazer says it. Then we start getting worried. And then it officially comes out that Sean Payton's officially stepping down, and, that, and that's it. Things get put out there for a reason. And the fact that these two, Tom Brady and Sean Payton, have been linked together for now a couple of seasons, it's something that when I see it, look, my initial reaction is not to start throwing a party and thinking this is what's going to happen. But I sit there and I say, okay, I'm not brushing to this to the side at all. Just think back to 2020. The Saints were thinking about signing Tom Brady if Drew Brees didn't uh, come back for another season. Drew decided to run it back again. Tom Brady goes to the Bucs. The rest is history. We get that. How things could have played out differently, who knows? But I think this is a rumor that has a, you know some legs to it. And what I find so interesting about this thing, and it doesn't get talked about enough, is when you look at the whole story from Pro Football Talk, and if you're going to go check it out, definitely read through all of it. This is the part that I found the most interesting. And he writes, while the possibility Brady to New Orleans or anywhere remains a complete and total unknown, there's a growing school of thought in league circles that Payton, if he coaches in 2023, will return to the Saints. One source with a finger firmly on the pulse of pro football told PFT that it's currently the worst kept secret in league circles. Again, Florio's not the first guy to say Sean Payton could go back to the Saints. This has been out there. Traeger's mentioned it. I believe Albert Breer's mentioned it. A lot of people bringing this up. So when it goes out there, Jeff Duncan, obviously one of the first ones to mention it. When people bring that out, it's fascinating to me. Now, let's talk about this actual idea of maybe Sean and Tom Brady teaming up in New Orleans. And I know some people's initial reactions will be, we'll take Sean, leave Brady at home, let him go be a family man. I've seen a couple of those tweets over the last couple hours. 
my reaction to it is if that's the scenario we're given for next season, sign me up. And some people may not like this, right? Because some people strongly dislike Tom Brady. And I'm not saying I'm a Tom Brady fanatic. Everyone knows my favorite quarterback I've ever watched is Drew Brees. But there's three reasons you should be all over this. One, Tom Brady would be an upgrade even at this age over Andy Dalton, over Jameis Winston, over Taysom Hill. And if you think otherwise, I think you're putting too much stock into a season where the Bucs have a completely depleted O-line, an unproven coaching staff that really lost some juice after losing Arians, and a team that just looks utterly lifeless right now. And, and again, when the season started, people questioned whether or not Brady would want to be in Tampa. So that's one reason. Two, the NFC South is still weak as ever. So if you're thinking about, hey, can you maximize the window? No one in the NFC South is magically fixing their roster overnight in the offseason. It's not going to happen. Falcons, Panthers, Saints, Bucks all have work to do. But I think the Saints and the Bucks have the least amount of work to do. And I would say the Saints probably have the least amount of work because they do have guys that are ready to rock in terms of aging guys who can still play and young talent that's emerging. Three, he would give them another year to figure out the long-term answer at quarterback. I would love for the Saints to figure out that answer right now. In the offseason, whether it's via trade, free agency, draft, I would love nothing more than the Saints going, finding their quarterback, and he's there for the next 10, 12 years. It's not easy. And you're seeing around the league just how hard it is to find a quarterback. So if you were to sign Tom Brady, that gives you another year of looking around the league, evaluating your options, and figuring out who will be the guy after his time is over, whether it's one year, two year, whatever. That's one. That's another one. And fourth, just a little cherry on top, I'll throw in one more reason. Signing him not only would probably help your team for 2023, you're also hurting the Bucs in the process. And I do feel strongly about him leaving Tampa Bay. I think if he plays next season, there is no way it's in, it's on a, it's in a Bucs uniform. I think he is checked out of Tampa. I think he wants no part of Tampa anymore. I think they're a little bit too loose for a guy that's been very buttoned up his entire career in terms of going about winning. I think he needs a change of scenery. And if you want to start speculating about what would happen if he goes there, does that open the door for Gronk to join forces and team up with Jawan Johnson at tight end? Who the hell knows? But it's interesting, right? So this could really snowball. But either way, it keeps coming up. I think he would be an upgrade over the current quarterback situation, no doubt there. And again, I'm not ready to close the book on what the Saints can be if they just find a quick fix at quarterback. And Our biggest concerns, remind you guys, are QB and head coach. This scenario would pretty much solve both those problems, especially the coach problem for the long long haul because you know what Sean can bring to the table. We've seen it over the last 15 years. So I find this really fascinating. I don't know if it's going to go anywhere, but someone will probably bring it up again. And when someone brings it up again, you guys are going to think back to everything we've talked about over the last couple of months. When information comes out, it comes out for a reason. So just keep an eye on that. Now, I think the Sean thing's way more likely than the Tom Brady thing, but the fact that they could be a package deal, I find that fascinating, uh, very fascinating. And it reminds me of one more thing. Earlier this month, I interviewed Sean Payton, and I asked him about the rumors, right? Rams, Chargers, Cardinals, all these teams he's being linked to. And he did his best way of dancing around the question while also giving you just a little bit of information that doesn't make it seem like, oh, he just you know completely ignored the question. And this is what he answered. I'm just going to read the full quote. I think the most important thing is functional leadership, true ownership in the front office with the willingness to want to win and understand how to do that. I don't want to be somewhere looking back at it saying, man, I know how good it was in New Orleans, and I know Mickey Loomis well as a friend and as a general manager. 
And I know Mrs. Benson, their ownership group there. There's a reason we had success year in and year out. So I don't want to feel like I'm handcuffed somewhere you can't win. And there are a few of those places. And so other than that, I really kind of remove myself from looking at each individual place. I'm aware of some places and other places, maybe not as familiar. Now, again, a lot of nothing in there, but a little something in terms of he's telling you ownership's got to be strong. Leadership's got to be strong. Doesn't want a lot of dysfunction. You look around the league and you look around at the three vacancies at the moment. And a fourth one, I think it's about to open up. But you look at the three vacancies. You have the Colts, the Broncos, the Panthers. Those are the three vacancies. Panthers, is it possible? Sure, anything's possible in today's age. I just don't know if that's the route they will go. I think they're they're really looking at this team and probably impressed with what Steve Wilkes did. And I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back. So I'm I'm just kind of hesitant on thinking he'll go to a rival, especially a division rival. That just makes no sense to me. I, I Again, it could happen, but that's the one where I don't see it. Broncos, I tweeted this yesterday. Some people don't agree with it, and that's fine. We all tweet out our personal you know, beliefs on stuff. I don't think the Broncos are going to be in the Sean Payton sweepstakes because I don't know if Sean Payton will want to go there. And for one reason, his whole tenure would be handcuffed to making sure he can fix Russell Wilson. And maybe he can fix Russell Wilson, so maybe that is the best and most intriguing land, landing spot to him. But if you can't fix him, you're stuck with a contract with a $50 million cap hit for about three years in a row at some point. That's a lot. And, you know, they would love to get him in there. I know their ownership group now that came in, they are wealthy uh, as you can be. But even then, I'm just a little bit questionable about there. And then the Colts. He mentioned leadership and dysfunction and things of that sort. Has there been a more dysfunctional team than the Colts this year in terms of just making rational decisions, uh, irrational decisions, excuse me, and just acting out of, honestly, just, I'd say, spite in a couple of things. Getting rid of Frank Reich. Before getting rid of Frank Reich, you fired the offensive coordinator who wasn't calling the plays in the first place. You benched Matt Ryan for Sam Ellinger. Then you put Matt Ryan back in. Then you benched him for Nick Foles. Then you made him inactive. They are just acting out of nowhere. And again, another team doesn't have their quarterback situation figured out. So I look at that one. I don't know if that's a great scenario for him. And then the fourth one, which hasn't opened up, but I think will soon, Arizona Cardinals. I think Cliff Kingsbury at some point in the next couple of weeks, it wouldn't shock me if he gets either A, fired, or B, just walks away. That's where I, I, I find it fascinating. I think that could open up. But there's questions there. Your quarterback would be coming off a torn ACL with a massive contract. Your roster is aging probably just as bad as the Saints, except they're not getting young production out of their starts outside of quarterback, although that would be a big you know, uh, position group to, to get that production out of. Three, would they get rid of their GM and Steve Kime? If not, don't know if that's a great spot because, again, wherever Sean's going to go, he needs to have that GM with him that he will get along with well. In Indy, he'd probably get forced to work with Chris Bauer. In Denver, they just came out today and said that the new head coach will report to the owners not to the general manager, but the GM will stay there. That just sounds wrong. Like, if that's what you're going to do, you should just get a new guy. So I'm not saying Sean's coming back to the Saints. I think DA, if if I had to put money on it, you know, if I had to, if I had to go there on DraftKings and start, start putting money on this, I would be putting money on Dennis Allen being the coach of the Saints next season. But enough people keep mentioning Sean Payton, and the jobs that he's been linked to, those aren't opening up, and the ones that remain aren't nearly as appealing as the ones he was linked to in the past. So it's fascinating. 
It really is fascinating. You know, if the Rams opened up, if the Chargers opened up, and you told me Sean would go there, I'd be like, okay, that it makes sense, right? L.A. gets to stay over there. Either spot he would pick, he'd have a franchise quarterback, especially if he picked the Chargers. But the Chargers just made the playoffs. I don't see them firing Staley. The Rams, it comes down to whether or not McVay wants to do another year of this grind because it is a grind. And if he does, then obviously take them off the list as well. So the list of suitors is going down. And in terms of them being appealing, believe it or not, the Saints might be the most appealing one for a variety of reasons. One being, you know the what you're going to get out of the ownership group and from the front office. You know it's a weak division. I mean, it's already the weakest division in the NFL right now, and I don't think any of those teams outside of the Saints, if they were to have this dream scenario go down, can really right the ship in a hurry. And then three, I think with New Orleans, if Sean were to come back, there are some young players in there in, you know, Chris Olave, Rashid Shaheed, even Juwan Johnson, who's getting better, that I'd like to see what they can do if Sean really opens it up. He didn't open up the playbook last year because the personnel wasn't very strong. So for all those reasons, it would be fascinating. And I, and I do think it would be an appealing spot. Now, again, I don't think it's going to happen. I think it is a possibility, though. And I think if people think this is just some type of scenario people are throwing out for clickbait, I, I don't think so. I think guys put out information that they want to be out there, whether it's for leverage, whether it's for pretty much telling you what they're going to do, because it's just, you know, they feel like they can make that, that they can tell you their next move and just do it anyway. Whatever the reason may be, this information's out there. But I've already said my piece. If, if you can get Tom Brady and Sean Payton in New Orleans for the 2023 season, I think it'd be foolish not to. You would get an upgraded quarterback, the most successful quarterback of all time. You immediately get a, a veteran presence in there. The will to and hunger to kind of win, that increases to another level. You get the guy who you know knows how to operate this whole building, this whole city in Sean Payton. And I think it's that added bonus, like I said, of you have a lot of guys on this team that we talk about. Do you get rid of them? Do you not? Cam Jordan, Kamara, Demario Davis. You don't think they'd want a Tom Brady in the building? I, I think they would. I think that would help them, at least for the 2023 season. And if you say that your answer's no and you don't want this to happen, well, first, I would love to know what your solution would be and, and whether that's through replies on Twitter, replies on YouTube, whatever it may be, I love to hear it. But I also just don't think there is this easy solution that the Saints sign Lamar or the Saints trade for a certain quarterback or the Saints move up in the draft and get their franchise guy. I just don't think it's going to happen this upcoming offseason. So what's the next best thing? Finding the best short-term option while also getting your head coach back. That'd be a really good solution. Now, before I go, because this is really the one thing I wanted to harp on for today's edition of Straight Up Saints, I want to remind you guys, the Saints got a game this upcoming weekend against the Eagles, and it's going to be an interesting one. Because for starters, you're looking to see if Jalen Hurts plays. We know how the Saints history works, so there's a good chance he'll play. But even if he doesn't play, I thought the Eagles moved the ball very efficiently with Gardner Minshew. Had they not had four turnovers, they'd probably beat the Cowboys. They got a little sloppy, especially in the second half. So I think Jalen Hurts or no Jalen Hurts, you are going to be an underdog going into that game. It's just how big of an underdog. Obviously, much bigger if Jalen Hurts plays. The Saints have zero answers for Jalen Hurts. And I'd imagine if he does play, the odds of them winning that game are quite small, like 15%. If, if you got to look at advanced metrics and stuff, it's probably not very high. If he doesn't, that definitely opens up the chances because the Saints don't have to worry about the running factor that Gardner Minshew has, as opposed to what Jalen Hurts brings to the table. Now, the other thing I wanted to mention about this, which is probably just as important as anything, 
this weekend, it might feel meaningless to people. It's really not, though, because you're looking at the Saints game, of course, but you're also looking at Bucks Panthers. And if there is a scenario where the Saints upset the Eagles and the Bucks lose to the Panthers, and I think the latter is actually way more possible than people talk about because I think the Panthers have been playing better football than the Bucks this year. All of a sudden, if that were to happen, week 18, would there be a playoff clinching scenario for the Saints? If they beat the Panthers and the and the Buccaneers lose the Falcons, they'd be in. And all of a sudden, this year that felt so just gloomy and depressing would somehow be capped off with a playoff appearance and probably be against Dallas, and you'd be an underdog, and you'd have nothing to lose, which would be a fascinating scenario. Now, getting ahead, I don't think all that's going to happen. We were down this road last year with the Saints needing a little bit of luck to go their way, and that didn't happen. So I don't want to get anyone anyone's hopes up, and those hopes can just get absolutely X'd out with an Eagles win on Sunday. But I think it's going to be a fascinating matchup, and a lot of it is going to weigh on who's playing quarterback for the Eagles because I think defensively the Saints are playing their best football, and that's a good thing, but they have not shown over the last two seasons they could stop Jalen Hurts, so why would they stop him in the year where he's playing an MVP brand of football. So that's where I'll leave it out there for this Eagles game. Of course, as always, I will have a post-game recap when that one comes out. We'll do a live stream. Hopefully, it's about a win. If not, we'll figure it out. But again, going back to what I started with, Tom Brady and Sean Payton rumored, rumored as a potential package deal for the Saints. Would you be down for that? Would you be down for half of the equation, both of the equation? Or do you have a completely different option or dream scenario in your mind, I'd love to hear it. Let me know on the Straight Up Saints podcast and on the YouTube page for Boot Crew Media. And if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the page. There's a lot more content coming up this week. But that's going to do it for this edition of the Straight Up Saints podcast, the destination for the Houdat. You're listening to the Straight Up Saints podcast.